and Tropical Hazards is an awesome record, but my understanding is there actually had been some records prior to this one. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. We've uh, Well, we did one that was kind of released uh, in Australia and in Canada, where we've now rehomed. And, uh, but that was just a self-titled record. But it had a couple of uh, song singles from it, like uh, Shake It Like You Mean It and Black Rebel which we were uh, fortunate enough to write with uh, Ian DeSarf and Billy Talent, who are a uh, sort of uh, major Canadian sort of act. So, um, yeah, we did those songs, and from there that... uh, We kind of did those songs and tacked them on to our our record we did in New York. It was a bit of a mixed bag, really. And those songs did really well in Canada, so we decided to do the full length with him the next time, which is Tropical Hazard, uh, which kind of broke us into the European market, which has been quite eye-opening. <laughs> it's been awesome. Has it? Yeah, you, man, you, Germany especially. Like, the Germans are... Can I swear on this? You can. <laughs> is this a podcast? The Germans are fucking crazy. They're awesome. <laughs> they love their rock and roll, so... uh We've done three tours of Germany now and uh, just uh, finished up our first tour of Europe, which included the UK as well, which is amazing. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. I think Tropical Hazards, though, is like the um, the pinnacle of where we're at right now. Um, it just incorporated a lot of the older sound and just brought a new modern twist to it. And we sort of got... A bit more buried in the in the songs and the and the process of writing those songs. So we're really really happy with Tropical Hazards, and probably enough we're now writing our next record, but we won't record that until probably early next year. So we have some time off the road at the moment. Yeah, what, are, are you, do you have more shows scheduled throughout 2019 though? Yeah, so we're going to back to Europe in summer. We've got about seven, I think. Um, open air festivals around Europe and we're also doing some supports with Blackstone Cherry uh, in Germany and maybe Holland so that'll take the summer out yeah it's going to be a busy summer it's going to be pretty exciting we're doing Wacken which is like already sold out of festival yeah it's like 80,000 people and uh, and we're just so happy to be a part of it because all we've ever wanted to do is is rock and roll you know (laughs) It's not. It's nice to be included on such uh, prestigious bills. So we're just going to go over there in summer and kick some ass, and and then uh, I think the rest of the year will be a a full tour of Canada, where we've built a bit of a reputation north of you guys, and um, and then uh, uh, another full tour of Europe. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty full on for the rest of the year. So I'm hearing a lot of Europe and Canada, but nothing for the United States yet? Well, we're very, very interested to get uh, get to the States. Um, I guess it'll just take the right bill, uh, the right opportunity. But we certainly have the people that can, can line it up for us now. So, yeah, we'd love to get down the States. Yeah, I'd love to see it because the energy that I hear on that record, I'm sure, uh, is twice as energetic seeing you guys live. <laughs> Well, yeah, we, we're like a club band at the moment and, um, you know, we just leave nothing sort of, uh, 
at all. We just go out there and give it our all every night. I mean, that's how rock and roll should be done. But massive fans of ACDC and the Bon Scott era and all the fucking beers and the, <laughs> the antics. It's, it's a good time. Uh, you know, people want to people wanna be entertained in this day and age. I'm, I'm personally kind of uh, sick and tired of all the, all the bullshit, to be honest. <laughs> sure. It's, it's become a commodity, so we want to stand aside of that and um, just just play rock and roll. It's and a beautiful be genre. Sorry? I said, and just be happy. Not that, that yeah, think about man. all the sad stuff. So. Oh. I've grown, like, you know, um, as you said, we have been a band for a while. It's going on, like, 12 years. So we started this when we were pretty well 20. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've been asked questions. Do you regret anything? Would you do anything differently? It's like, no way. Because there's only one way to the top in rock and roll, and that's to work hard and, and, and actually be a good band. So that's what we want to do. Excellent. Well, and that answered one of my questions because I was wondering how long the band's been together. Um, so you said about twelve years, huh? Yeah, yeah. We formed. I don't know if my uh, mathematics is accurate here, but we <laughs> formed in uh, two thousand and seven. So I think that's about twelve years ago, something like that. Yep. Yep. You did. You did good. You get an A in your math. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, and at that time, of course, you guys were all. Were you from Sydney, all of you, or that area? Or yeah. Where from Australia are you guys from? We were from uh, like an hour north of Sydney. It's uh, called the Central Coast. It's on the east coast of Australia, just uh, yeah, north of Sydney. And, and um, it's been you know, the we, same we, lineup all 12 years? Uh, we've, had, we've unfortunately had to go through a couple of members because of life, but uh, me and Maddie, uh, the lead guitarist, we're kind of like the songwriters and just the drivers behind the band, so we've stuck it out for the 12 years, and there's been other guys that have been in it for like seven years and things like that, so it's it's just about who wants to show up on the day, mate. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't force anyone, you know, but uh, the current lineup we have is, is what we're taking forward. Everybody's really committed and, and just want to rock, you know. Travel the world, fucking... Do do what rock bands do, right? And and all, and everybody that's in the band now are on, that's everybody that was on the Tropical Hazards record. Yeah, yeah, we're all based out of Toronto, Canada now, because uh, we came here in uh, 2014, I think it was. It was kind of like, to be honest, it was like the last, it was the last hurrah, mate, because we're in Australia and the music scene there is fucking atrocious. So <laughs> we um. We came over here, and that's when we met Ian from Billy Talent and a number of people in the music industry here who who took a liking to the band, and, and the, the radio songs went really well in the charts. And from there, I guess Europe was the next destination, and we built a good team there. And honestly, the States is the next thing for us. We really want to secure a team there and um, work with the right people and get the right shows. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It is pretty interesting, though. So you're it's saying... a Chicago, mate. Bring yeah. the bloody park out. I heard it's pretty windy down there, eh? <laughs> well, they call it the Windy City not so much because of the wind, but because of all the hot air the politicians blow out. That's really what uh, has created I thought that. it might have been because they were unfarted. It's a good thing. The city of farted. Man and women. 
Um, but you, you mentioned Canada, you know, was doing good when you went there in 2014. So are you saying that Canada's got a better music scene for bands than us, where you were from in Australia? Well, look, I, I could answer it simply, and they look after they look after their own, um, and we've been fortunate to become part of the nest, I guess. But, you know, they've got regulations at radio where they have to play Canadian content and... Right. Um, you know, there's there's just a lot of uh, good spirits here within the industry, whereas um, back in Australia, I mean, there is, but it's a different demographic and a different, you know, different genres are doing well. But they also, especially with rock, they focus on a lot of the old stuff. And, uh, you know, nice. this is probably the first interview um, that I've, I've done whilst we're writing the new record, and the kind of momentum we want to take forward is that, you know, there needs to be uh, uh, there needs to be a recognition of the of the new rock bands that are putting it in out there. You know, um, we can't we can't live in the past with rock. We have to take it forward, and and I'm proud to be part of that movement. Yeah, and I completely agree with you. I mean, I love Aerosmith, Black Sabbath, uh, oh, yeah. you know, bands like that, but Led Zeppelin, huge Led Zeppelin fan, but Led Zeppelin yeah. gets so overplayed, it's like I have to take a long break from hearing any before I play mm. Zeppelin again because that's all you hear is all the old stuff. Well, yeah. And, 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 and just I like you said, I like to hear fresh new music. Yeah, it's, it's instilling the belief in, in the younger kids, you know, that, that they can play rock music or learn the craft of rock music and it's going to go somewhere. It's not just going to be shoved in their face by some fucking keyboard warrior saying, oh, this is shit, this sounds like this, this sounds like that. Well, guess what? You know, it's never going to sound much different because it's rock and roll. Just enjoy right. enjoy the, uh, the fact that you used to getting into it and um, and they're putting their back into it and they're, they're putting their lives on the line for it. That's, that's what rock is, man. It's all, it's all danger. There's nothing fucking pretty about it. <laughs> you know? It's, it's a tour bus, it's dirty undies, it's fucking no sleep, it's this, it's that, and, you know, I particularly the ladies don't get it all that often and I feel, I feel great, grateful for that because we have honed our craft over the last 12 years but the last thing you want to hear is some fuckwit saying, oh, that sounds like, uh, you know, in particular, all I've heard lately is Red Event Fleet. Oh, they sound like those Zeppelin. Oh, they're fucking shit. They sound like those Zeppelin. They Zeppelin were around fucking 40 years ago. Fuck off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, time to move on, mate. <laughs> you know? And if, if Red Event Fleet can get a young kid to pick up a guitar which is probably going to be way better for their fucking development. <laughs> right. Good. <laughs> you know, what do we want them all to buy a laptop and fucking program all the shit and do all that? It's bullshit. So I'm on right. a bit of a rant here, but... Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, how, how do you really <laughs> feel about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and roll is a sustainable genre if everybody out there realizes that the older bands are fucking awesome. But they're old. Right. No one likes going to the nursing home visiting their fucking grandparents. <laughs> it's boring. 
<laughs> Why do we want to hold on to all this, you know? And and <laughs> so I'm going on here, but it's like you know, it's it's got to be a time where there's a changing, you know. For that. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, you know, obviously some of the bands that are older still are sounding great, so I wouldn't write them off necessarily, but... No! Um, but That's not my intention either. That's not my intention. My intention, though, is being in the lazies and, and loving my bandmates, and it's a commitment. It's a life commitment. So we, we love to see the faces out there saying, you know, fuck, they're really having a go. And and that's what I want to bring forward in our new record. Now we've sort of set ourselves up with Tropical Hazard. We want to come back uh, with a great record that 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 us, but not afraid to sort of explore the rock the rock and roll genre. If we're going right. to use a, an A and a D and a G, fucking who hasn't? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> we're not rewriting the alphabet. We're just writing some cool tunes. Yep, agreed. And, yeah, and, so. and when you mentioned you're not rewriting, I mean, who are some of your influences? You mentioned ACDC, so obviously... I like did, oh, man, Bon Scott, to me, is the greatest fucking dude of all time. Like, on or off the stage, the guy lives to the fullest. You know, he could do ACDC and board. He could do what Bon Scott and just have the best life ever. Um, other influences... Rage Against the Machine, like Black Della Rock as a singer, he's insane. Um, mm. I love the growing up a band called Silverchair from Australia. Their range of sort of styles that blew my mind every time they released an album. Um, you know, even go as far as No Effects or bands like that. It's just I can't. Like, it's awesome to see. Music's a, it's not something that should I don't know, a statement, like a fashion statement or this or that. It's just whatever the band want to do and the crowd connect, God bless you. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. That's interesting. Yeah, and, and your songs too, I mean, they you know, you sound just like your songs. I mean, I, I mentioned Half Mass Blues, that I love yeah. the humor of the lyrics of that song, yeah. which, is, which is like a Bon Scott type of song. I could hear him writing those same lyrics. With, well, uh, we... When we wrote that song, we actually had, you know, the Jack in mind from ACDC. It, it's a story, and, it's, and we wanted to write something that was clever and not so obvious. You know, you sort of have to listen in and really tune into what's going on because, yeah, it's about a pirate who can't get his dick hard when he drinks too much. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> it, makes me, it makes me laugh when I think about it, you know. But um, I've had people come up to the show and they're like, ah, oh, this is awesome. And some people get it and some don't. But, you know, it's oh, getting in there, the, the message. He, he just keeps trying and this girl keeps trying to get him back to the, uh, you know, the ship or whatever. And he keeps getting drunk and he can't perform. So then the sort of catch at the end in the bridge is the, the little blue diamond, which is the Viagra. <laughs> right, right. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it cracked me up. That was that ended up being the first song I played on the podcast because oh, I you did the whole oh, record right. before I played anything, and you know I, I loved everything, but there was just that that sense of humor and like you say about the Viagra and everything, it just made me laugh so much. I'm like, that's got to be the first song I feature. So I 
played that first, and then I think um, Louder Than Youth was probably the second one I played because I really love that song too. And I mean, I love everything, but but uh, those yeah. are my two Louder than Youth, my two song. early favorites. Yeah, um, the, actually, Half Mass Blues is going to be the next single, so we're in the works to get a, a video done for that, which we're going to have a lot of fun with. And uh, released that just before the summer in American and uh, in the European summer. So we'll take that over to do all the festivals and whatnot. Excellent. Excellent. All right, and then I was going to ask you about a new record, but you, we, talk, we talked about that already, that, that hopefully yeah. will happen uh, next Through my year. rant? <laughs> before the rant, Yes. <laughs> Oh, you are funny. There's one yeah. thing I will do. I'll speak my mind. <laughs> and, and I respect that. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Oh, rock and roll needs it, man. It needs a fucking shake up. It's, it's about time, you know. But I don't right. know. Like, you know, I've been, uh, like I said, I've been in the same band for 12 years. And, you know, that's a long time. So, you know, for more so start now, all of the oldies were born, but they, you know, they were still quite current, you know, I was going to see the Black Eyes tour of ACDC in 2010 in Sydney, that's nine years ago, right, and, and you know, they were on fire still, Mel was still alive, and everything was, you know, burst on the scene still, and, you know, 12 years on, it, it, that's, a, that's a lot more time, so, what are we going to do in another 10 years, like, there won't be ACDC touring anymore, well, I wouldn't have thought, <laughs> you yeah. know, so... We need to harbour this sort of stuff so we have we have it coming through, mate. Just like any institution. That's just how it works. You don't see fifty year old fucking ice hockey players. <laughs> right. No, you're right. There's Hall of Fame. <laughs> there's Hall of Fame. <laughs> but there's gotta be new players. Yes, there does have to be new players and and for a long time, I was concerned that that wasn't going to be the case, that everything's going to be more um, pop-oriented and that the harder rock music, there wasn't any, it seemed like anyway, uh, to me, for a number of years, it didn't seem like anybody was picking up, carrying on that flag. Um, yeah, hard rock. well, it was, it was a bit of, it was in, I, I think it goes back to what I said, Ralph, like, it, you know, uh, over the last decade, these bands, are, they, they've still been pretty strong, pretty hot out there. And now it's, I think there really is a turn coming, and that's no disrespect to any of the great. It's just a, it might be the changing of the tide, you know, which is a really, really good thing. And I think Greta Van Fleet, are, I mean, they're, what, they're probably 21 or something. They're, they're babies compared to me, but, you know, they're out there giving it their all, and that's, that's all that's going to make this change. Yeah, belief. Well, exactly, and I'm so glad that I mean, I, you know, I like Greta Van Fleet. I don't know that I am quite as crazy about them as a lot of people are. I mean, I have the records, I like them, I played them on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know if I'm as nuts about them as other people are, but I am so glad that people are because, like, guitar-based rock and roll seems to be getting rediscovered. Yeah. Um by you know a little that's bit more by advances. They do write, man, I mean, fuck, if they're writing those songs at 21, that's incredible in my eyes, and um, I, I believe they are. They just, they just keep hanging out, rocking, and that's, that's what playing in a band was, man, right up until the 
I don't know, I think the change came a lot with the streaming and the internet and all that sort of shit, but playing in a band was, that was what you did. So, mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, and you, all you ever hear out there is, oh, you know, rock and roll's dead, like, fuck off. Well, and, <laughs> but, I, but I, I was believing that for, for a long time, you know, and then I just started digging deeper because one of the differences, like, you know, I'm I'm older than you are, so when... When I was a teenager, it was awesome because radio stations, which were easy to listen to because, you, you know, put, you were in your car, you turned on the radio, you're at work, you turn on the radio, and they, they played new bands, okay? The classic rock bands of today were brand-new bands, you know, at one point that radio yeah. took a chance on. And so, you know, that's how I learned about everybody. I mean, first time I heard Black Sabbath or Led Zeppelin or Aerosmith or any of these bands, was because of the radio. And yeah. then radio support, you know, has gone away pretty much for that kind of music. And so, and then the internet came along and just a lot of things changed. And so it's it's harder to find it, is what yeah. I discovered. Like, I, I too was thinking, man, in my town in Chicago, we had a pretty significant music scene, uh, especially for hard rock for many years. And, you know, and it, all you had a lot of blues started. come out of Chicago too. Yes, and it's that scene is amazing. still pretty strong, but um, yeah. but the hard rock scene that is not so strong anymore here. And although it's getting a little bit better the last few years again, but it, it had kind of conked out for a long time. A lot of the uh, clubs that supported that kind of music stopped supporting it, and a lot of the clubs that supported bands playing original material kind of went away too. They wanted uh, cover bands. So yeah. I mean, it's still a out. little bit of an issue. <laughs> yeah, you know, would you believe this, Ralph? I'll say this: in in all the radio we've got in in Canada, which is a, a big place, mm-hmm. and um, and Europe, which now we get played in Europe really, really regularly. You know, through through especially Germans, Switzerland, Austria, up in the UK, uh, Australia. And radio in Australia has played one station has played one song <laughs> out of like six once. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm, so, I'm surprised you don't have the support. Thanks for the there. support, y'all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. That's that's pretty sad. What doesn't actually. kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> right. But but my point is, with all those support channels disappearing, I too started thinking, man, is rock and roll dead? You know. Um, and then the bands I am hearing on the radio, you know, it's a lot of computer music, basically, with a so-so singer or whatever. I was not hearing a lot of, you know, true live rock and roll. And so then I just started digging deeper, especially once I decided to do this podcast. Because many years ago, I, I was a radio uh, DJ that played hard rock and heavy metal music. And then I got out of it uh, for a change in life and... Then a few years ago, I'd, people kept asking me, boy, you know, could you ever do a radio show again and play some of the stuff you used to play because it was so cool? Because I played a lot yeah. of unsigned bands back then, too. So I thought, well, I'm never going to do radio again, but maybe I could do a podcast. And so when I decided to start pursuing that a few years ago, that's where I started thinking, all right, how do you find out about new bands these days, you know? And so I, I just started digging. I'd search, you know, hard rock music, heavy metal music. I'd look at a bunch of videos, even though I'm, I'm more of an audio lover than a video lover. But 
I, I check all this about, and that, and that's that, and that's how like Greta Van Fleet when they had their first EP out. I, I might have been the first person around here anyway to discover them. And uh-huh. anyhow, my point is that rock and roll is dead. That people think is because it's not so easily accept, accessible anymore. But as I yeah. started digging and looking to find out, all right, there's got to be somebody carrying the torch for real rock and roll here. I hope. Yeah. Um, as I started oh, digging deeper, that's when I started finding all these different bands and, and, and younger people. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm like, well, okay. I think, I think the answer to your question there is, is that uh, it's always been considered the devil's music, right? And uh, with today's uh, plastic society and everybody needs to be in cotton wool and fucking kids can't go and play out on the street and, you know, just the world we're starting to live in, it doesn't surprise me that they've, you know, they've tried to just push all of this sort of plastic music right into the spotlight. Right. Yeah, but guess what? All the kids are fucking dying on drugs at the DJ event. Right. Okay. When's that going to be branded as the devil's music? That shit they just push play on from laptop. Right? Yep. And all yep. the kids take the pills and die. So it's a, it's a, it's an evolution. People people just follow what they're told. You know? So yeah, no, you're right. At the end of the day, like, I don't know. I, I just hang around circles that love rock and roll. And, uh, you know, I don't really... I don't really hang out in circles that listen to all that garbage, but it's there. It's fully right. there. <laughs> right. But, um, well, w- but wouldn't you agree, though, to, to find up, to find bands like yours, don't you think it's harder today than it was, well, uh, you're younger than me, but than what it was 30 years ago? I, I still think it is. It's out oh, for there. for sure. But you got... It, it definitely is, but, you know, like... You, the listener, can't be passive. You have to be aggressive, where... Because you, you have to go seek it out, where before it kind of came to you. You could be more passive and sit back and, oh, hey, the, oh, the radio's playing this band. Oh, what are they? You know what I'm saying? For you sure. have to be more involved now to find it. But it also comes down to just, you know, what's what's trending and, you know, all that sort of computer music, very easily digestible. And, right. you know, guitars and loud drums, fucking sweat. That doesn't... You know, that doesn't fulfill these plastic fucking human beings that are now around. They were, you know, before before all that shit came in, what was there? I don't know. There was all the cool stuff going on. There's great there. I, I love alternate dance music. Some of it, I love the Prodigy, you know, Daft Punk, uh, Ramstein even. They, they can pull out some crazy shit, you know what I mean? Like All that sort of stuff's cool, but you, Top 40, fuck that. What is that? Right. Fucking joke. That's what it is. And uh you know, I just I just put my blinkers onto it now. I went like I said, to my whole twenties I wondered myself, fuck, why are you even playing in this thing? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And it's just all starting to make sense the more that the markets open up and people start embracing what we're doing. But right. am I ever gonna give any credit to that shit top forty? No. Garbage. Right. <laughs> and I'm really just opening up because why not? You know, so rock and you know that's that's when that's that's when the you know they start brewing and brewing and brewing and people look at Nirvana, that's a perfect example. 
they came out at a time where people were fed up with whatever was going on, you know? Right. And it was just this incredible movement of, fuck you, basically. Mm-hmm. Don't care. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm just a passionate guy and I'll, I'll do my damn, what else am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just wake up every day and go, oh, like I, I did it for ages. I wake up and be like, oh, should I do it? Now I wake up and do it, fuck. And they fucking open it. <laughs> right. So. Well, I'm glad you have that passion, and I'm glad it's for this kind of music, and I'm glad that uh, the lazies exist. And sounds like you've got a long-term plan, and and uh, sounds like you found some ways to to survive too. Because I know sure, it's not man. an easy uh, it's not an easy profession these days to earn money. No, and stay not at all. But you know, I'll put in there as well. I help a lot of um, younger bands myself, like, whether it's advice or whatever, because how are we going to sustain it? Like Ian from Billy Talent, he, he mm-hmm. put a lot on the line for us, a lot, because he saw something in a bunch of kids that that he thought could do something, and it, it now is. And, like, I want to offer that myself to, I don't know, I talk to heaps of people on Facebook all the time, like people who are wondering, you know, what, what the fuck to do, or this or that. Like, it's confusing when you're young. And we don't want people to just give up because they, they don't see they don't see a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, right. or, or go out and just DJ a club because it pays them 300 bucks in the hand. Like, that's just, I mean, fuck, if there's any more mundane way of, mundane way of living... But you know um, what? I think definitely. for a lot of... I think for a lot of young bands, though, they don't really know how do you get I don't to have a clue. level? How do you get a sustainable living playing the music you want to play? Because there, you know, there's not a music business the way that there used to be. You know, there is no getting signed to a big contract and having a record label basically float you a big loan, get you on the road, and all that. So, mm-hmm. what, what, you know, how do you handle the business of music today? I think that is a question a lot of bands have. Yeah, I mean. You can look into government grants, and you can do you can do all sorts of things. Go beg your fucking dad for two hundred bucks. I don't know, but, <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, though, my advice there also is, which I've always been given, and I actually took notice of about four years ago. Write good songs, and don't be afraid to write good songs. You know, I, I hope that it doesn't go down a track. I survived somehow, but mm-hmm. the pressures that people put on people these days, like, what do you what you want to you want to sit in the basement and write songs over going and getting a trade, or you want to sit in the basement and write songs over going to university? My parents will pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for their kids to go to university, and that's fantastic. That's what they want to do. But what about that small percentage of kids that don't? They want to fucking go rock out, or they want to play in a band, they want to be creative, you know? This mm-hmm. is the shit we've got to support as 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 humans, because guess what? If we shut down every bit of entertainment we have, we'd all be absolutely fucked. Mm-hmm. You know, you may as well shut down the grocery stores, you may as well shut down electricity. Because with everybody out there, don't deny it, everybody loves going and being entertained. But no one mm-hmm. gives a fuck about what goes into that. So right. it's like, <laughs> how, how do you expect a sustainable or sustainability with that, with that mentality? It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So it's the strong ones that just go, you know, fuck it all. And that's what I've had to do, just put my blinkers on. 
<laughs> hey, Ralph, have I told your audience more about what I'm about? <laughs> more than enough, I should say. <laughs> well, I, I, I know we hear the passion for sure. The passion comes through. <laughs> yeah. well, they're like, this guy doesn't fucking shut up. <laughs> but that's good, Leon. We want Take to a breath. That. That's the whole point of this interview. We want to know what are the lazies all about. And I think you've pretty much defined it. <laughs> exactly, man. It's about moving this shit forward. And that's every night. I don't care how hungover I am. I just go out there and give it all. And if we play five shows in a week, there's probably one that I'll just go home because I'm stuffed. But the rest, I'm out there talking to everyone, spreading the message, man. You know, it's the sure. old school mentality. Yep, yep, that's good. And then, now you said, um, what, did you say your next show, where are you playing next? Is that Germany next? Is that oh, the next? UK. We have a festival called Rambling Man. The UK which is, is uh, yeah. We're okay. playing with the darkness, which will be awesome. Get your he hands off of my woman, motherfucker. You oh. <laughs> said that's the Rambling Festival, Rambling Man Festival. Rambling Man, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Okay, yeah, so that's good. That, when is that date? That's not till July. So we start up in July, and then we go we do Blackstone Cherry support in Germany. And then we do Wacken in Germany, and then Summer Breeze in Germany. And then we're going to Spain. I haven't been to Spain yet. I'm bloody excited about that. Uh, we do a festival down in Spain, Lanyards of Rock, I think Del Rock or something like that. Um... And then, uh, yeah, one in France and then another one back in the UK called Bloodstock, which, <laughs> which is a full metal festival. It's going to be rad. Yeah, that that sounds uh, more Slayer-type bands for that one. I think they're playing there, actually. Are they? Yeah. Awesome. It's going to so be a fun summer. So we got a little bit of a break right now then. So are you guys working on some new material then for that next record next year? Yeah. Pretty well just taking it like a day job, like mm-hmm. just riding through the day and then maybe having a couple of drinks and then, you know, really having a puff of the old legal Canadian weed, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or going to see the Maple Leafs, which I'm interrupting you from right now. Yeah. Oh, no, that's all right. I'll probably lose. <laughs> hey, think positive. You're a positive Hey, you guy. got the Chicago Blackhawks down there, eh? We do, but sadly they you did not go cups. as far as everybody hoped this year. Yeah, but you did win the cup two years ago or something, didn't you? Yes. Oh no, three. Was it three? It was. This is twenty nineteen. So yes, three years ago. Correct. Yes, right. Yeah, man. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be good. Like yeah, as I said, we're writing a lot of songs, and um, we want to come up with about twenty to pick from, which I think we're. Yeah, we've already got about ten. We've been working for about a month. Um, so I think we're right on track. But uh, the whole, and I said, as I said, this is the first kind of interview um, about that, really. Not, it's not even about that, but um, talking about it. Um, mm. Yeah, like our whole purpose behind this record is is uh, is pushing the movement forward and and putting it in front of other shit. You know, mm-hmm. um, who wants to go and be bored by some fucking. 21-year-old pop stars. They don't even have good voices. You know what I mean? They're right. all computer-programmed and 
They're just crap. And I don't, I don't expect you know, that kind of audience to ever switch to rock and roll, but it, it, it's in front of people because they force-feed it to people. So how about we start force-feeding good shit to people? Right. That might be it. That might be somewhere to start. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. <laughs> Especially here in Chicago, because our, our radio stations just aren't good anymore. And, and um, you know, the club scene, that's coming back a little bit. In fact, if you guys do start working in the U.S., I mean, you'll definitely have at least, I can already think of at least three places in the Chicagoland area that would, you know, that would book a band like yours. So we that part come down there. But on the note of on the note of radio, like I really have to give credit to the Canadian radio industry and also the German um, radio industry that has really taken our band in. And you know the radio visits always are so they're so nice to do. It's actually a really nice break in the in the day when you're on the tour. You get to meet people and get on the air and have a bit of a laugh. But you know, it's not all. It's not all bad. They're they're still giving it their all, and um, I've actually made a lot of friends friends out of the radio industry, which is nice. So, you know, um, the more people we can get switching over to the rock station, the better. And I don't Absolutely. think it's too far around the corner, Ralph. I really don't. People are fucking bored. I hope you're right. I mean, that's encouraging to hear that you're having that experience with radio stations there. Maybe. Eventually, it'll come back to the Chicago market because, you know, I'm not saying the entire United States is like our market. Maybe there are radio stations that play some of this stuff somewhere in the country, but I do know in the Chicago area, none of the frequencies are playing this kind of music. Yeah, right. So hopefully oh, well, it'll spread. That sucks, for the, that sucks for Chicago, but, you know, there's plenty of alternative options to... Uh, to listen to you know rock and roll or our tunes in particular or whatever you whatever you fancy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Now you can definitely find it. All right. Well, listen. I appreciate the time. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Uh, That's alright. I appreciate, but I do. I'm so glad we were able to get this together. I know we tried. It took us a little bit of trying back and forth to get this thing scheduled so we could get together to do this, but. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, tonight. Mate, to I was excited it. to do it. It's it's, a, it's nice to be asked to come and do something like this. And again, if any anyone who listens to it, um, I mean, you're doing a great thing, and um, I hope uh, it was an entertaining uh, discussion. <laughs> I, I I'm sure I'm sure I will get some positive feedback on this interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy likes to fucking talk, eh? <laughs> well, you are the singer of the band too, right? So that's true. I've been told many a time, "Leon, just fucking shut up through songs," and I'm like, "Yeah, you're probably right." <laughs> <laughs> so we just get out and do our business now. All right. Well, we'll wrap this up. Um, so again, thank you. We look forward to a new record in 2020. And yeah. um, hopefully, here in the United States, we'll get to see uh, some kind of package get put together that, will, that you can afford to come over here and, and blast through the Chicago area and hopefully across the country. It's a big country. It's going to happen. So you can get across the Ralph, country. I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal. Before you or I die, we'll play the arena in Chicago, okay? Deal. I like it. 
And you can come off on stage and I'll say, I fucking told you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to it. I fully expect it. It's been a while since I've been to one of our bigger arenas introducing a band. I used to do that uh, year, many years ago, but um, I fully expect to come out and be introducing the Lazies in front of you know twenty thousand people. All right, I, I like it. I like it. I'll even buy a few beers. Deal. I'm in. <laughs> All right, Ralph. Well, All thanks right. for your time as well, mate. I appreciate it. Yeah, and no uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Log on to, uh, I should say, log on to, like, uh, Instagram, which is just the Lazies, and our Facebook, the Lazies Official, and you can connect with us. You can say, hey, mate, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a website, too, right? The la- Is it just lazysband.com? Lazysband.com. It's hard to get the main names these days. <laughs> Hard to get them, Ralph. <laughs> it is. I know. I am. You can I, go to YouTube as well. I think that's the Lazy's official as well. Just yeah, just Google it. I don't know. You'll find us. Excellent. But yeah. we're very interactive on our pages. So if you got questions or if you uh, want to ask or reach out to any of us, just just hit us up. We'll, we'll get back to you. Excellent. That's great. It's and, the uh, fucking twenty first century, man. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, because not everybody manages their own social media, so it's good. To, it's nice to hear that you guys do. Oh yeah, we have the control of our social media. <laughs> Excellent. All right, thanks All right, again, well. Leon. Appreciate it. And um, everybody, like like Leon said, check out their website, check out their social media, and if you haven't already picked up Tropical Hazards, get that record because it's awesome. All 10 tracks, you'll dig them. Thanks, mate.